Hello, everybody, and Happy New Year. This episode is coming at you at the start of a new year, the start of a new month, and I do not want you to feel overwhelmed or that you're behind. Maybe you're feeling extremely prepared. Maybe you're feeling very organized, but you know that as the year goes on, there's going to be times each quarter, maybe even each month, that you're thinking, I'm behind. I should be further ahead. I need to be planned out. I'm feeling unorganized right now. And so today I'm going to share with you a way to really be proactive with your planning for this year. Now, I'm not into starting all these goals and hashing it all out. That's not what this episode is about. This episode is extremely practical. This episode is something that I want you to walk away with today and feel empowered, even if you're already planned out for this month, even if you're already planned out for this quarter. I want you to start thinking ahead about how you can continue the momentum for the year to come. And if you're not ready yet, and you're like, Mackenzie, I just got over the holiday slump. I'm just trying to figure out what I'm doing tomorrow, much less the 2024, the quarter or the month. Well, today I'm going to share some very easy ways for you to get unstuck and moving and planned out with such great purpose and peace. Let's get into it. Welcome, teacher, to the Let Your Light Shine podcast. If you're searching for the freedom and permission to design the life you love as a teacher, you're in the right place. I'm on a mission to help teachers just like you build their own dream school or homeschooling business. In this present day, the world needs you, teacher friend, to step out in faith and give students an education they love and so deserve. In this podcast, I will teach you how to start a fulfilling and profitable homeschooling business that lights you up. I'm Mackenzie Oliver, former elementary teacher and instructional coach, gone homeschool teacher and business builder. I'm here to empower you to step outside the classroom and choose the experiences the curriculum, and all the moments that put a smile on your face and your students. Does it seem like a dream? Well, it did to me until God opened the doors and made it reality. Together, we are breaking through fears and moving the crowd. So get out your notebook, sharpen your pencil. It's time to get your teach on. Oh, yes. And like I said, Happy New Year 2024. Less is more. That is, I mean, I'm thinking that's what I'm going to go with this year. You know, I've always come up with a really great plan, but I'm telling you, less is more. And I feel this way in a variety of components in my life. And I'm going to share those with you as time goes on. But when I, when I think about less is more, I want you to think about less overwhelm. Less trying to figure things out every week. Less planning, 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 planning every single week for every single day. And let's start with less of that and more of feeling like if I can batch this out like a good chunk of planning at a time, man, how much better will I feel? And so today's episode, I think, is just so perfectly timed out the start of the year. It's January the 2nd. I'm so happy that we've started a new year. You know, I'm one, I go back and forth with having goals and making sure they're all broken down. I've I've tried every year to just make it the picture perfect in a book the way it's supposed to be. 
and I do have goals and I do have them written down and I have strategic focusing. I have so many aspirations. I have so many ways that I keep myself organized and planned out, but I can tell you that this right here, I cannot achieve any goals without first achieving a time management perspective. And that is exactly what we're going to be doing today. I highly suggest, okay, when I'm sharing this with you, I hope that you have a planner. I'm sure you do. It's January 2nd. If you don't, just go to Target and pick up one. And if you're like me, you're like, but it's got to be perfect. And if I start, then what if I change? And then I've got all this stuff written in there. I cannot tell you how many times I've changed my planners. Every year, I change my planners multiple times. And it honestly has to do with me probably having ADHD. You know, I'm just going to put it out there. And I'm super creative and I'm very zany. And I'm like, what works What works in one quarter may not work in the second quarter. And I'm okay with changing it up. If I had to keep, if I had to keep the same every day, every month, every year, I would be so bored. Now I have great systems in place. I've got a great project management board that I've told you about. Meister task. You can head on back to the past couple episodes, my grade eight for the new year and my top 10 big decisions that I made that's linked up in there. I highly suggest all that, but a planner Listen, I got to be sparked with my inspiration. I have to be excited about it. It's got to look pretty. It's got to feel pretty. It's got to be functional. And I have landed on a really great planner this year. And you know, if I change it later, I change it later. But who cares? Right now, we're going to start somewhere. So I've got my planner. And the very first thing that I want you to do for January is you're going to pick out one day And you're going to call it your planning day. Now for me, I'm doing this every last Friday of the month, every month of 2024. Now this planning day is helping me to plan for the month ahead. Okay? So that's where you're going to start at right now. Even if you're like, Mackenzie, I haven't even planned tomorrow the next week. No. Right now, so if I have my planner out, which I do right now, I'm opening it up to January. I've got January 26th, and I wrote planning day. February, the last Friday of the month is February 23rd, planning day. And maybe you're like, I'm too afraid to do that for the whole year. Let's just do it for January, February, and oh, do I dare you. To do it for March too. (laughs) Planning day. That means you're not going to do anything that day but plan. I know. I know what you're thinking. I can't do that. Yes, you can. Even if you just give yourself an, an additional hour that day or an additional two hours or a half a day. And it doesn't have to be a Friday. If you want to do it on the weekend, you can. But I just find myself, it's hard for me to do that on the weekend. I just see the dishes. I see the laundry. I've got soccer to go to. I've got volleyball to go to. I'm just trying to enjoy my family time. I got to be in the flow. And so I'm dedicating one Friday a month to my planning day. And that is just to help me project the next month. Okay? That's to help me project the next month. Do that for yourself. Just, just start there and let's, and let's actually go back into the advantages of starting each month with a planning day for your micro school or just your life. 
Number one, just strategic focus. A monthly planning day allows you to strategically focus on your short-term goals and priorities. See, I'm a big picture person. I'm looking at next year and the year after, and no, I don't have a solid plan for that, but I'm always thinking, well, what about by the end of 2024? And what about 2026? My daughter's graduating. And what about in 2028? My daughter will be a sophomore in high school and my other daughter will be a sophomore in college. Okay, let's just talk about February. (laughs) I have a massive problem with that, guys. Massive. So this is why planning days are really good for me. It helps me to just focus on one month or I'll get real squarely about about how I'm preparing for August in January. So that planning day is specifically for the next month. Now, I do want to mention that, okay, after you do this step of giving yourself a planning day, I want you to at least go through January through December and put in all of your very important months and dates and birthdays and anniversaries and trips and whatever else it may be. I want you to at least go ahead and do that as well. Okay, so today is another planning day where you're planning for your planning day. So you got to plan for the plan. And I'm telling you that if you don't have it mapped out already, at least January through December, of just important dates. Okay, no, I don't even know when, when school is going to start in August. I'm fine with that. I mean, I got a rough, I've got a, like a rough thing going on, but seriously, I just, this is just about you getting things on the calendar and it feels so good. We have a six month calendar hanging up in my office, our conference room at school and the teachers see it. And we literally have dry erase markers in the middle of our table that we keep going up and adding things to our six month calendar. It's dry erase, it's wipe on, wipe off. And we have put things on our calendar all the way till the end of May. So that did help. Now things can change. We've already changed our open house plan. We've already changed our open house date. We've erased so many things, but that's okay. I love whiteout. I've talked about this in my other episode, the grade eight of the new year. Listen to that episode because I talk about how I got to have the planner with the markers and the whiteout. It's fine, guys. We're going to change. We're going to need to blot some things out. We're fine. It's okay. Let's just get it down on paper. Make the invisible visible. Number two, the reason why it's important is just proactive decision making. Planning in advance really does empower you to make proactive decisions. Rather than putting out fires, you can address potential challenges and also seize opportunities when they arise. We have opportunities coming our way. And I'm telling you, if I would not have had an ounce of planning done, it would have been really bad. We probably would not have seen the opportunities come our way. Just number three, enhanced organization. When you structure your planning, it improves just your organizational efficiency for yourself, for your mind, for your family, for your house, for your finances, for your school. Helps you to allocate resources, time, and just even personnel if you're hiring. You also want to plan so that you can have continuous improvement because regular planning fosters this culture of continuous improvement, allows you to assess what's working well and identify areas that you need to enhance. And honestly, I'm not saying that you're looking for that right now. I'm saying that that is a natural effect result of you planning and adaptability. 
As much as we think that putting things on the calendar makes us rigid, it actually makes us more adaptable because it allows us to be adaptable and responsive to responsive to changing circumstances, making sure that we're very agile because if we are not being proactive about this, it can be really difficult to stay the course. So here's what I suggest after you have your planning day on your calendar. Here's what I suggest that you actually plan for. All right. You definitely have to plan for special events and activities. So here we are in January. And if I look at my planner here, I can tell you when we go back to school, when we don't have school, when we have a field trip, when my daughters are traveling for sports, that makes a difference. That, guys, our, our, both of our daughters play competitive ball, and it requires us to stay in hotels on the weekends. Sometimes my husband's in a totally different city than I am, and it's, it's an all-weekend activity. You better believe that I need to be allocating my resources mentally, financially, energetically. But I couldn't do that if I didn't have a planning day. I also know different schedules for our enrichment that we have going on and who's working. If I did not have that, I could just have willy-nilly people coming and volunteering and planning and me paying more than what I need to be planning paying for. And that really could end up causing your school to not be sustainable. So it's very important that as you look at January, you just start filling in your birthdays, your kids' soccer practices, your meetings, your appointments, when you're in and out of town. And then looking ahead at February, I know, okay, we got Groundhog Day. This on February 2nd helps me to realize we've got to plan out different curriculum and lessons. Okay, so number one, I'm planning out special events and activities. Number two, I'm planning for curriculum and lessons for Groundhog Day, for our field trip, for our generosity day. Ooh, end of trimester two. Progress reports. Ooh, no school. Oh gosh, it's also leap year. Ooh, man, we got a lot of things going on in February. I don't want to be preparing for leap year the day before. What if we got to print things? What if we got to go buy things? See how that really helps to allocate your expenses. So we've planning out our special events and activities. We're planning out our curriculum and our lesson plans. Number three, staff assignments. Very important. This allows us not only to decide who's working or who's volunteering. Do we need to create sign-up geniuses? Do we need to tell a volunteer that we won't be here? We'll be out of at a field trip so they don't need to come volunteer that day. Do we need to invite in community members? Or are we going to switch some roles this coming month with teachers? Oh, so good. You guys, thinking about these items literally on your planning day is so great. Five things, special events and activities. Number two, curriculum and lesson plans. Number three, staff assignments. Number four, parental engagement. Not only just planning on parents coming into your school, what about field trips? What about emails? What about communicating? through marketing, through emails. That's very important. What about your, so I I say parental engagement, 
but I also want to say marketing. I want to put all those together. Parental engagement slash marketing, because it all kind of goes together. The community outreach is what we're talking about here. Community outreach, parental involvement, how we're reaching out to the community and how the community is coming back to us. And marketing is very much a part of parental involvement. You are getting parents involved in your mission. Whether or not they're parents of students right now, they could become parents of your students later on. They can become potential families that you serve. So let's be thinking about parental engagement through marketing, through our Facebook, through our emails, through sign-up geniuses, through coming in and volunteering. That's something else to plan out, number four. Number five, your resources, your resource allocation. Reviewing money on this day is very important. Reviewing the upcoming expenditures for the following month are very important. Materials, technology, your staff, any special events. So that resource allocation isn't just for finances. It's also for your time. It's also for your energy. And I really do hope that you're writing all of these down. Number one, curriculum and lesson, I'm sorry, special events and activities. Number two, curriculum and lesson plans. Number three, staff assignments. Number four, parental engagement and marketing. And number five, resource allocation, time, energy, money. And then as you are planning those items, you want to make it exciting. You know, maybe think about theme days. Incorporate some fun and engaging days whenever you are planning. Maybe instead of writing planning day, you write creative brainstorming day, vision board day. Maybe you could write go to Starbucks and plan. Go to Einstein Bagels and plan. Make it, make it fun. Go to a different place. Get yourself a nice drink while you're there. Let your husband know or your grandparents know or your family or your staff know you're out that day. It is you day. And even though you're working on your business, you're really working on yourself. You're working on being extremely proactive. Give yourself some rewards. Recognize yourself. Like Acknowledge your achievement, your milestones. Just even breaking away to do this is so good for you. Reward yourself. And make sure that when you are planning that you've got your materials, you've got your laptop, you've got your planner, you've got your notebook. Super exciting. That's the way that we get things done. You know, of course, you're probably thinking, okay, but what about quarterly? Well, what I like to do is once I get my month down, whatever's left, I look at my quarter for sure. So we want to start with what's coming up now, but we can't always just be thinking about now, 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 next month. We've got to be projecting into the future. And that's what that planning day can also give to you. But it's really hard to plan for the quarter when you're still stuck in planning for the day, the week. Let's get into the month, which can then lead into the next month, which then leads into the quarter, right? Because really what you're doing is you're giving yourself continuous evaluation. You're really looking at your quarter, but you're really doing this on a monthly basis monthly focus. So let's go back over this again. Number one, you got to put a P day on the calendar, a planning day. And on that planning day, at least do it for January, February, March. You're out, man. You are out doing what you need to do to project and be the visionary of your school. You're not networking this day. You're not grading papers this day. You've called in the SOS. You've called in the troops. They are covering for you so that you can do this. 
and you're going to reward yourself and you're going to make it fun and you're going to go to a different place so that you can get all the creative juices flowing. You're going to set yourself up for success. And just by putting it on the calendar, January 26, you're not going to wake up on January 26 and go, oh my gosh. I forgot today was a planning day. No, you've already put it on the schedule. You're going to be thinking about it on the 19th, the week ahead. Like, hey, y'all, this is my last Friday of the month because next Friday I am out. I am planning, baby. All right? And remember, you need to be thinking about special events and activities, curriculum and lesson plans, your staff assignments, parental engagement and marketing, and your resource allocation. Mic drop. Let's do it, baby. Go get that planner. I want to hear all about it. Head on over to the Teacher Let Your Light Shine micro school community on Facebook and tell us what you're planning for. Hey, hey, teacher friend. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. I pray it inspired you, touched you, or challenged you in some way because we are making big shifts and using our teaching gifts for God's glory like never before. I'm so grateful for you. The number one way you can support this show is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts and also share this with another teacher. Come join me in the Virtual Teachers Lounge known as the Teacher Let Your Light Shine Facebook group. Until next time, keep shining your teacher light. The world needs you.